did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> Lana was the most that that's difficult. that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most difficult. Never realized how name. much that is before. That's but why when people post about it on TikTok, they just do D Y K T T A T U O. That's not any bit easier. <laughs> but our girl Lana. with another episode of the educate your earbuds podcast my name is paulina and i'm gerald okay so before we get into our 66th grammy recap 66th that's a weird try saying it 66th say that 60 66 times fast yeah anyways before we get into our grammy recap let us briefly talk about what's been going on in the music space and then let us give our music recs and then we will get into the topic I think we're psychic a little bit with the episode we did last week. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. We were predicting, not predicting. We were talking about, you know, whether the music industry is in a bubble or is in a recession. If we're at the bubble, it's about to burst. Right. The day we post it, UMG takes their music off TikTok. Yeah. I was pretty peeved because I had literally posted listening to a Lana Del Rey album the night before on TikTok and it had a Lana song and the next day it was muted. So now it just sounds stupid. Yeah. So I guess for those that might not be in the know, if you are an avid TikTok user and you use music and you go back and some of yours are muted now, that's why Yeah, they're on a dispute and UMG essentially pulled all their music off TikTok. UMG is Universal Music Group, by the way. Yes. I guess if you're curious about just all the weird stuff going on in the music industry right now, go back and listen to last week's episode Mm -hmm. where we're talking about, you know, is the music industry in a recession? They've had a bunch of layoffs. Some of the music tech companies haven't been doing so hot lately. Yeah. All sorts of things. So we cover it in a little more depth there. Yeah. But I guess... We'll kick it off by saying our music recs. So I have three. So the first one is called Restless Bones by Disco Lines. It's dancey, fun. The Your next use. one. Yeah, my use. The next one's also like that. It's Serious by Nico and Sway with Train. So another EDM-ish mm-hmm. group. Although Train. Yeah, I know. It's uh, a good song. It's really good. Is Train even still around? I guess so. Okay, so... Sorry, I got to do a side story real quick. Story time. Okay. Train ended up on my Spotify wrapped. Oh my gosh. I don't remember if we covered that in the Spotify wrapped episode. But yeah, I listened to like one train song train song and it kept coming on so i kept like listening to it a couple times and then spotify kept suggesting train, train to me songs. over and over. not that i don't like train yeah but it became a little much that's after a funny while. okay my last one and this has like been a very controversial song this week but it's called hiss by megan the stallion why is it controversial so if you don't know the whole like recent Nicki minaj megan the stallion feud basically Nicki thought that this was like a diss track like by Megan about Nikki and then Nikki released a diss track in return called like Bigfoot and it's about Megan the Stallion and she talks about her a bunch. So we actually might be doing an episode on diss tracks soon given the whole controversy, but when, I kind of want to see how it plays when out. When is Nikki not feuding that's with also someone? True. Yeah. But yeah. 
I'm a, I'm Team Megan, by the it's way. She's Bigfoot? my hot girl coach. I wonder if that's because you know it's why. It's because Megan's tall. She's really tall. Oh, okay. The whole song. I was, one, I was wondering if it's because she got shot in the foot. Well, I think it partly also because of that too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So definitely a kind of a diss track. So those are my recs. What are yours? Okay, yours very much fitting of your use. Yes. Mine are a hundred percent in the use for my lane. Oh my gosh. Is it all Dua Lipa? No, no, it's not. It's only 50%. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> so uh, I'll get to that one. I'll start it off by doing my <laughs> kind of alt rock that everyone knows I'm super into Yeah. with Cage the Elephant's new song. Neon I Pill. was going to say this one and then you're like, no, you can't take mine. Cause so. it's mine. No. Cause it's mine. I literally told you about it. No. Yes, no. I did. Yeah, okay. To be fair, she did tell me about it, but I was going to see it on my Spotify later that day. She just was the first one to tell me that they dropped the new song. But it's really for good. those that haven't heard it, it's called Neon Pill. It's really good. You should check it out. I can't wait for the, their next album. It's going to be so good. Now for the other 50% of my music recs for the week. We already know where this is going. Powell already called it, but it is <laughs> Queen Dua herself. Fitting with the episode, we're covering the 66th Grammy Awards. Mm -hmm. I decided to pick a song that she... <laughs> sung during the 66th but you Grammy didn't know Awards. she was gonna sing it no i did not i mean she's been hinting at it coming out yeah and as far as i know at the time of recording this episode it's still not on spotify yeah no i don't remember when it's gonna come out but she said it and i'm like in a dua lipa text thingy and she like sends us texts or whatever she said it was gonna be sometime but I don't it's gonna be sometime when. soon yeah. so preemptively I'm saying out the 15th. So by the time this episode comes out, you will still have to wait a few days. But I think that's a whole album. I think that's a whole training season album. Maybe. Well, I guess the title song for the album for the album. Yeah. Training season. Yeah. She sung it at the awards last night. I can already say it's a killer. Very interested in what her new album is going to be like. I'm sure when it comes out. I'll just be <laughs> each each week will be another music wreck from Dua from Dua. I'm still salty that we're not seeing her at Coachella. Somehow. Yeah, a little bit. So Dua, if you're listening to this, go to Coachella, go to Coachella <laughs> and, and say hi to us. Yeah, exactly. But that's mine for this week. I was going to have a throwback song as well, a non recent release, but I didn't get one. <laughs> OK, well, that's good. So maybe we'll just to say go listen to some Tina Turner or something. Yeah, exactly. Because we will be talking about her with the Grammy recap. So just really quickly for the people who don't listen to or don't really like award shows and award season, because the Grammys kind of start it. I think there was maybe another award a couple weeks ago, maybe the Emmys. But like, I feel like it goes Emmys. Grammys, Oscars, yeah. you know, Those are season. like the three big ones for awards season. Yeah. So just talk to us about how the Grammys, what they're all about. All right. All right. So I think quickly. Pretty, yeah. Pretty much everyone knows what the Grammys are at this point. But I yeah. guess for those that don't, the Grammys are music awards presented by the Recording Academy of the United States. Supposedly, it's to recognize outstanding achievements in the music industry. You know, there's a lot of controversy on it, on their picks in the past. We won't deep dive all that today. We're just going to be covering, you know, kind of what went on this year. Right. But theoretically, it's to recognize those outstanding achievements. Mm -hmm. uh, like we said, this is the 66th edition of the award show. 
And fun fact, they were originally called the Gramophone Awards. The award is a golden gramophone. Okay. Otherwise known as a phonograph. Okay. Which was the old style record player with the horn on right. it. So you put the record on it and the music would play out. I forgot about Gramophone those. shortened Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. They also, something a lot of people don't know, they give out most of the awards before the actual televised event starts. Yeah, which is kind of annoying because they pick some like big categories that they don't even mention. Yeah, they don't show. So they really just focus on pop, I feel like, in the actual Grammys. Very much like they focus. Uh, they have, It's like a balancing act they have to play because obviously no one wants to sit there and watch all of them. But for most of the awards show, it's just kind of fluff. Yeah. I, I say fluff lightly because it's fun to watch all the yeah, performances agreed of the artist but you don't actually get to see most of the awards being handed out so there were over 70 handed out before the actual event started and just a couple interesting ones interesting as in he picked the ones that are my favorite yeah interesting well and that two two of the three are ones that i thought you would like but yeah best rock performance Went to Boy Genius. Boy Genius. Best dance electronic music album went to your boy Fred again. Fred and Skrillex also won. Him and Floden and Fred again won for like best dance electronic song for Rumble. Oh, I yeah, just, yeah. I was on TikTok and I saw Skrillex's acceptance speech and it was so cute. I did see. I did see. I mean, he's he's won Grammys before though, right? Yeah, but sure. like that's just He's been in the game long enough. He's been in the game long enough. That's just something that's upsetting to me that like some of my favorite categories are categories that are like highly overlooked mm-hmm. in, you know, the actual Grammys. Yeah, no, the, the actual thing is very much pop focused. Yeah. But the other interesting one I saw is Michelle Obama actually scored her second Grammy she got it for best audiobook narration and storytelling recording for The Light We Carry, Overcoming in Uncertain Times. Ooh, go Michelle. So, yeah, I know. I love Michelle. Interesting. And one thing I did want to cover about the Grammys that they actually made a joke about in the ceremony, which I thought was funny. But oh, yeah. A lot of people get confused about it year over year, and it's the difference between record of the year album of the year and song of the year yeah they did a whole bit with like meryl streep and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah meryl streep was one of the presenters this year so anyways record of the year is for the best sound recording of the year okay the grammy goes to the performer but the recipients can include not only the singer but producers the sound engineers and other team members mm. song of the year on the other hand is for the songwriters. Uh, okay, so it's okay. for the best written song, which in this case, I believe was the performer and the and, co-writer. Yeah. He's, um, not, he's not saying it because we're going to go we're through gonna all of this. We're going to cover it in a bit. Of, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's focused on the actual songwriting. Mm-hmm. And then album is like the actual whole 12 or 15, 10 songs or whatever, the collection of what you would think goes on a record like a vinyl but it's the whole the compilation of all the songs in the album exactly so you kind of you pegged it pretty well there so song and record are for the single songs and album is for the whole collection of songs Mm -hmm. but this also goes to not only the the singer artist it goes to the producers producers, and the sound engineers everyone who worked on the entire album that's good this is like those times when when album of the year goes out and you see like you know, you could see like 20 people come yeah. on stage to accept the award and stuff like that. That so, makes sense. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get to some of the highlights of the Grammys. Okay. So one of the first highlights that just we have to talk about because the Grammys have been previously criticized for being heavily like, I guess, giving men more Grammys than women in general. The and Grammys like, and all the main record or main award shows have received a lot of criticism yeah. for bias in their awards. But anyways, so one cool thing about the Grammys this year was that all nine of the categories that were represented in the telecast on Sunday were won by women artists. Mm-hmm. So those artists were Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Victoria Monet, Billie Eilish, SZA, Lainey Wilson, Carol G., Boy Genius and Paramore also won in categories that were representing rock and alternative music. And then there was a lot of performances. The whole first half actually was dominated by all female names. Mm -hmm. So Dua Lipa, Olivia Rodrigo, Billy, Miley, and SZA. As far as like the host goes, because everyone knows being the host of the Grammys is kind of a big deal. So it was Trevor Noah hosting for the fourth time. I really like him. I don't know about you. I think he's a good host. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. He's got good jokes. Uh, did you have any like favorite jokes yeah. of his? So I wrote down some of my favorite jokes. So um, one of them was like when Taylor Swift was walking in or whatever. And he was saying, are you seeing what's happening right now as Taylor Swift moves through the room? The local economy around those tables improves. And he was like, look, look at Lionel Richie. He's now Lionel Wealthy. Yeah, that one was really good. That was probably one of my favorites, too. (laughs) Which I thought was funny. He also, after one of the commercial breaks, he said, and we're back with all of the stars that weren't on Epstein's list. I know that got some that got some laughs for sure. Everyone was like, what? I know. I was like, "Ooh, he can say that. And then some other stuff that he talked about was he like brought up how AI has like made it a strange year in music and Mm -hmm. stuff which obviously you and i have talked about in great detail in not one but two episodes yeah shameless plug go check those out other big highlights obviously taylor swift dominated the night we will get into that (laughs) and then one thing that i just thought was interesting was killer mike he's a rapper he won three grammys last night for best rap album best rap song and best rap performance and this was all prior to the telecast but then he got arrested wait what like after the grammys yeah he was like in an altercation and like they took him away in handcuffs interesting i wonder what happened a story is still developing okay yeah and then another thing that i thought was interesting was that there was 16.9 million viewers for this year's grammys that was a 34 percent increase from last year's which averaged 12.5 million that's still a lot lower than i would have expected it to be yeah but it's like it's doing better than it has been since like 2020 i mean i'm sure like the covid pandemic and stuff kind of like dropped their numbers same as everyone else yeah that's true so those were kind of some of the highlights so now let's go into our thoughts on the performances i know you have a lot of thoughts on the first one yeah so i guess we'll kick it off controversially the first one of the night was dua lipa and the grammys absolutely messed the whole thing up what they ruined it by putting the best performer of the night very first. Oh, my god! So gosh. it was just downhill from there. That's uh, not true. You thought I was about to talk bad about her. No, I was just confused. I'm like, what is he about to no, say? No, no. Best performance of the night by far. Chef's kiss. Whatever. She uh, looked really good. You know, she absolutely slayed the whole thing. And like I said earlier, she... You can't say slay anymore. Why not? Because that's like a very millennial term. Is that chuggy? Yeah, don't say it. Is chuggy okay Chugi's to say? Chuggy's chuggy. Okay. I don't know. 
Just say she ate. She ate? Yeah. She ate? Mm-hmm. It's funny. Am I turning into the old person? I heard two of my coworkers today talking about how one of their kids says, bruh, too much. Oh, my gosh. So. Okay. Anyways, Gerald thinks that Duba ate. What did you... Okay. Talk about what she actually did well, during her so performance. She, she sang two songs and kind of mashed it up. She Three. She didn't actually sing Dance the Night Away. It oh, just, she didn't? It just no, went it just, into those... Okay. It just slipped it in for a transition, but she unleashed her new song training season Mm -hmm. and then also sang houdini yeah i Uh, love that song it was a huge choreographed performance very good uh one of the biggest of the night they had her climbing on this like weird rubik's cube Mm. type yeah type doohickey with a bunch of dancers around she appeared out of nowhere yeah there which i thought was really cool and then jumped up onto the main stage to sing houdini Mm -hmm. uh again just really good performance obviously i'm biased i really liked her outfit and the dancing i didn't think the singing was great (gasps) it wasn't bad i like dua obviously but i obviously during the dancing portions it's harder to be singing well Mm-hmm. but there was some portions that she did really well. And then there were some portions that I was like, Ugh. I just think she's a great performer. Obviously, you know, I love her music, so I will hundred percent own up to I'm biased here. For sure. I, I like the sound of her music. I know I get made fun of her being into pop too much, but she fits the bill. Okay. Let's go to the next one. This was Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs performing fast car. So what'd you think about this one? also a killer performance Mm -hmm. honestly i was i was very impressed by almost all of the performances oh yeah last night yeah Uh, i'm a i'm a huge luke combs fan i mean he just seems super genuine and i really like the song fast car Mm -hmm. so one thing that gerald and i found out when we were watching this performance is that i had never heard the luke combs version i had only heard the tracy chapman version and Gerald had never heard the original version. So I went back and listened. I had heard it. I just couldn't think of like what okay, it sounded like whatever. off the top of my head. But yeah, so I am a fan of the original and the Luke Combs. That was one of my cover. favorite performances. The next one, though, I just really like SZA. I think she was totally snubbed. She did win something she yesterday. Won, like, Three? She won three, but she was nominated for nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the most nominated mm-hmm. of the night, right? Yeah, she was. And I really liked her performance. So she did Snooze and Kill Bill. She was like performing with like a burning dumpster next to her. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked her performance. Her voice is incredible. I like SZA. She's so cool. My favorite part of that was at the one point they had like one of the dancers with a For Kill Bill. sword. Yeah on one of the tables and and phoebe bridgers was the one <laughs> sitting at it and she like her face she was, was just like, like so excited well it was hilarious she's like looked like she was half afraid to like not get stabbed at the same time yeah too. so um, but yeah no i thought i thought says absolutely killed her performance too and i liked her like intro talking about like her anxiety and stuff yeah like, she's also one of the artists that seems like super genuine, genuine. super down to earth we yeah. haven't seen her yet but i'd love to see her oh yeah for sure okay the next one i just i love billy i'm such a fan and i love this song your fangirl yeah so she performed what was i made for it was just very beautiful mm-hmm. and you called her outfit barbie grandma while we were watching i did but yeah. she was actually wearing like an outfit that was an old Barbie doll outfit. Not surprising. I guess the reason I said that is because it kind of reminded me of like the coastal grandma trend yeah. a little bit. Like not making fun of it. Again, that's just yeah. like what came to mind. I will always just like rave about Billy's voice. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievably good. Yeah. 
So the next one, this was one of my favorites of the night, Miley Cyrus performing Flowers. So before I just go off on how much I loved it, you tell me about Miley. I guess I just have a few things to say. Strong voice and big hair. She did have big hair. So I like loved her whole outfit. So it was like metallic, silvery, and had like really, really bright colors in the skirt. Mm -hmm. And I think she was like paying homage to Tina Turner with the hair and the outfit and, and the style of the performance. Yeah. Obviously, Tina Turner passed away this past year. So there was a couple people paying like homage to her. Her voice at the beginning when she started singing Flowers didn't sound as good as like it was not bad at all but it didn't sound as powerful as like Miley can be. And then she totally stepped into it and like sounded like you Miley. are such a critic tonight, man. Wow. I am a critic. She ad libbed some of the lyrics and added that she won her first Grammy, which I loved. And I then at one part she was like, don't act like you don't know this song. Uh, yeah, I did. I did enjoy like her little, like her, not jabs, but like her little ad libs yeah. throughout the song. I thought that was kind of funny. It's very Miley and she's like definitely giving like 80s glam rock queen vibes. And then she tossed a mic at the end of her performance, which I know you hated, but I I like Miley. I think she's like really cool. Wait, that she tossed her mic? Yeah, she just like pff, not dropped it, but like the whole like stand thing. She tossed it at the end. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, I don't not know. tossed it, but like kicked it down. So overall, you liked Miley, even though you don't like her. I don't dislike Miley. You're going to get all the Miley fans after me. Come after, Gerald. I'm just not the biggest Miley fan. Whatever. Uh, but no, the performance was good. What'd you think of Miss Olivia? Man, another round of strong female voices. Honestly, I think this year was just like the year of strong female vocals. Yeah. Like in, in the performances that they had. Olivia, Billy, Miley, Dua. SZA. SZA. I can't even name them all now. I know there's more. Yeah. So don't come at me for... for not naming the others, but just like Vampire. I know you said you wish she performed a different song. Because I had Vampire. seen her. She did Vampire at like the VMAs or something. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's the one that she was most nominated for. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. She, um, her whole album was really good. So I would have been happy if she performed most things from it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. One quick thing I want to note on it was. Obviously, we don't get too much into politics or the music gossip mm -hmm. a ton of times on this podcast, but there's rumors that her and T-Swift have a little feud going on, yeah. but it did cut to Taylor Swift during the performance. For like the millionth time. And she was cheering her on, so yeah, I didn't, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I didn't know how to feel about it, though, because it didn't seem like Miss Olivia was happy in return for Taylor when she, she, she kept was winning. clapping. She was, but like both Olivia and Miley looked like they were feeling some type of way. I don't know. Maybe I like to stir the pot. But no, speaking of Olivia, she has insane vocals and mm -hmm. it's like really not an easy song to sing. And she killed it. Yeah, she really for did. sure. For sure. Um, she one thing that I noted was that she was wearing red today. Everyone knows that, that Olivia's abnormal? color is purple. I did not know that. Well, it's her thing. It's oh, okay. like been her thing. Like her whole album was purple. Her first album was purple. And people were like speculating is red going to be like her new era, which is interesting because Taylor Swift had a red era, literally her album. Uh, so I don't know. So what you did there. Yeah. I don't know. Not okay. to play into the gossip too much. Yeah. Who was the next performance that you enjoyed? There were a couple more, I guess, just going through the last couple. Burna Boy's performance yeah. was pretty good. He did Sitting on Top of the World with Brandy. 
I really like and 21 Savage. Oh, and 21 Savage, mm-hmm. you're right. I really like that like Afrobeats is getting its place in the Grammys. They're like going to be the next big 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 genre, so I like that they're having Afrobeats performers. Again, shameless plug, we do have an Afrobeats episode if y'all want to go back and listen to that. True. Leave it at that. The other one I really liked was I mean, again, bias, you know, I like this guy, but Billy Joel's performance, oh, yeah. he sang his brand new single, his first new single in a huge number of years, Turn the Lights Back On. Yeah, I think it was something like 17 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. His voice still sounds <laughs> good to this day. Oh, yeah. How, how I feel like he, he has is. not lost his touch at all. I'm very interested to see what is going to come from him. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he, he had insisted that he was going to be done, like, songwriting after the release of, like, his album, River of Dreams. So I maybe we'll get a full album out of him. Yeah. Who were some of the other performers that you liked? So there was a U2 performance from The Spear. That, um, that, that like, half counts. Yeah, though. that one half counts. It just kind of makes me wish that I would have gone to Las Vegas during their residency. I know it's not quite over, but... The visuals inside the sphere look very trippy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You two would be a really cool band to see in the sphere. Yeah. Some of their songs. One that I'm just like, why is he performing was Travis Scott. So he did My Eyes, I Know, and Fiend. And like, I am not conflicted, I guess, anymore because I don't like him because of Astroworld, but I do still like his music and I wish I did. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a little like not trying to put blame on Astroworld for him, but yeah. like. It did happen, and it's a little concerning that the music industry has seemed to have just forgotten it. Forgotten it. So we'll leave it at that. And then, who was the one that you wanted to talk about? Joni Mitchell performed both sides now. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. What did you think of it? Well, she's so old. Though. I know, but still, she's like in her nineties, right? Or something. Wait, is she I, that old? Uh, maybe not that old, but it was. I agree, it was very good. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, amazing. Well, that. I mean, I guess because she's old, I guess that's a little bit of a transition uh, <laughs> to the in memoriam. Not that oh, she's wow, dying. Wow, that's morbid. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, but so there was like the in memoriam, obviously, that we lost a lot of great musicians. Mm-hmm. And so there was Stevie Wonder, Fantasia Barino, Annie Lennox, and then John Batiste. They all were kind of performing, obviously, alongside like orchestras and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Some of the musicians that were lost this year, obviously there was a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton in the in memoriam slides, but this is some of like the kind of ones that they focused on for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Tony Bennett, Jimmy Buffett, Sinead O'Connor, and then Clarence Avant. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, Jimmy Buffett was a big one for us. Like we ended up doing a whole episode mm-hmm. about him because we were both big Jimmy Buffett fans. Tony Bennett was the one they they focused on probably the most. They had That uh, was the first one. So that was one that Stevie Wonder did. Yeah, cuz they were friends. So they did kind of like this duet for Once in My Life with it was like a video of Tony Bennett singing while Stevie Wonder was playing the piano. This was really sad. So For those that don't know, Tony Bennett died at the age of 96 mm-hmm. in July of 2023. So yeah. this was one of the ones that I think obviously he was one of the greatest of all time so annie lennox was the one that paid tribute to sinead o'connor 
and Lenny Kravitz paid tribute to Clarence Avant, a big renowned music executive who mm -hmm. passed away earlier this year as well. And I think that's when Lenny brought out John Batiste and they sang Lean On Me and then Ain't No Sunshine, mm -hmm. which I thought the John Batiste, uh, he also sang Optimistic as well. But um, it was really good. He brought out a gospel choir and like he had this like cool purple suit and sparkly shoes that I remember you said you liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I th I thought out of the performances from the in memoriam or like that segment, was John favorite? Batiste was my favorite. Yeah. So obviously it was supposed to be more like sad, sad but also kind of like a celebration of life almost mm -hmm. when his came out and ended on a happy note. But yeah, it, is this bad to say? It kind of made me hype to potentially see him at, at Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. So yeah. No, John Batiste is also one that kind of probably got snubbed. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so the last one that we didn't talk about was Fantasia. So Fantasia did the oh, tribute to Tina Turner. Her performance so was one hers of my was favorites. the best. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was going to say John Batiste was one of the favorites, but like nah, the Fantasia one was honest, incredible. Yeah, her performance just... Oh, stellar. So it started out with Oprah actually like presenting the section for Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. And then Fantasia performed Rolling on the River. And obviously everyone knows Fantasia has like a huge voice. Yeah. She did like the Tina Turner dance. She was wearing the gold. All the sparkles. Yeah. Yeah. All so, in all, it was really good. She's absolutely killer. She was running from the main stage out yeah. to the, like, the ones in the crowd. She's doing dances with them and everything. It was a great way to like honor Tina Turner, I yeah. think. But all right. That kind of wraps up. The performances, I believe. Yeah, so that was pretty much the performances. Which I guess means we can switch over to the, the actual, actual awards. awards. You know, kind of like what they did. Yeah. Spent so much time on the on the performances and yeah. then so little on the awards. But I guess so we just kind of want to jump into the main categories in the order they did. Yeah, so we're going to do them basically in the order that they did and just give our little feedback. Yeah. All right, let's started off with best pop solo performance yeah so who were the nominees the nominees were doja cat for paint the town red mm -hmm. billy eilish what was i made for olivia rodrigo vampire and anti-hero by taylor swift and the winner and the winner was none of those it was <laughs> miley cyrus for flowers yeah so, she she won her first ever grammy uh, and that the aforementioned when she sang her song when she sang that same song later in the evening mm -hmm. was i won my first grammy yeah so i like was so excited for her so mariah carey presented it and miley was like so excited and she told a story about like a child catching a butterfly to describe her feelings as she won like her first Grammy. And it was mm -hmm. just really sweet. I mean, I'm a Miley fan, so. And it was two MCs together. Exactly. Miley Mariah Cyrus Carey and Miley and Cyrus. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Okay, the next one was the Best Musica Urbana winner. All right, and I got this. I am going to let Paulina pronounce them because she says them better than I do. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the first one was Saturno by Raúl Alejandro. And then the second one, the second nominee was Data by Tiny. So the winner was Carol G for her album Mañana Será Bonito. And she actually won her first Grammy. Yes, and don't confuse her with Becky G. Yeah, different person. One is Colombian and one is Mexican-American. Uh. One has pink hair. The other one has dark brown hair. Yeah. Okay, let's go through the best country album winners. All right. All and right. nominees. So, Kelsey Ballerini for rolling up the welcome mat. Okay. And we always get her confused with, uh, what's her name? Casey Musgraves and, and Marin Morris. Morris. I don't know why the three of them always just get... <laughs> Same vibes. 
clumped up in my brain and yeah. they're very much completely different. Yeah. The next album was Brothers Osborne by, can you guess who? Brothers Osborne. Yeah. Yep. Third one, Zach Bryan by, I'll give you another guess. Zach Bryan. Yeah, I know. The naming schemes of these country albums were not so original. The last nominee was Rustin in the Rain by Tyler Childers. I can't believe the only one out of these that I listened to, I need to brush up on my country again, but it was Rolling Up the Welcome Map by Kelsey Ballerini. You're out of practice. I know. You you probably only listen to that because of Outer Banks. Yeah, because she's dating Chase. Well, the winner was Bell Bottom Country by Lainey Wilson. Yeah, we've um, seen her, actually. Yes, we have seen and her. And I, like, did not like her performance. I thought she was all right. Like, I thought she had a good voice and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I didn't I, know her music at the time yeah, when we saw her. Same. So there was that. Okay, so moving on to the next one, let's go to Best R&B Songs. Okay. So the nominees were Angel by Halle Bailey, Back to Love by Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley. The next one was I See You by Coco Jones. And then the next nominee was On My Mama by Victoria Monet. Mm-hmm. And the actual winner was SZA with Snooze. So she obviously deserved the best R&B song, in my opinion. She got snubbed from other stuff. but One of her three Grammy Awards. Do you know what her other two were? Best Pop Duo Group Performance. Oh, with Phoebe, duh. Ghost in the Machine. I forgot about that. And best progressive R&B album. Oh, okay. For SOS. For SOS, okay. Well, she was really cute in her thank you speech. She got all emotional and she Mm -hmm. like, she got off the stage by saying like, I'm not an attractive crier. And then she left. So Mm -hmm. it was really cute. Yeah. Okay. Going on to one of the next categories, one of the really anticipated highly anticipated ones best pop vocal album so the nominees were chemistry by kelly clarkson endless summer vacation by miley cyrus guts by olivia rodrigo subtract by ed sheeran and the winner was taylor swift with midnights i think no no surprise there but i guess a few things to note it was her 13th grammy win which any swifty knows is like her lucky number her number blah 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 Yeah, Um, (laughs) she did announce her new album while she was on stage, too. She said she had been keeping it a secret for the past two years. So the reputation era is not coming, in case you guys were wondering. What is the reputation era? You know how she's been re-recording all of her albums? Oh, like a re-recorded reputation. uh, Gotcha. Okay, I see. But for anyone interested, her new album is supposedly going to be called The Tortured Poets Department. Mm -hmm. So it comes out April 19th. Big Swifties, get excited. I am. So apparently I was like on TikTok and this album's supposed to be about her like breakup with Joe. So it might be an interesting one. Joe Jonas? No, Joe Alwyn. Oh, the her, guy like, she was dating ex-fiance. for a while. Yeah. Were they engaged? I think so. Maybe not, though. I have no idea. Mm. Okay. The next one was the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And so this one, Jay-Z won it, and he brought out Blue Ivy, his daughter, with him. Okay. What did you think of his acceptance speech? He was all over the place with it. He yeah. was blasting... The Grammys. The Grammys. He was everything i don't know i was about it though yeah i mean he basically so if you guys didn't watch he basically said and speaking of beyonce essentially she has more grammys than everyone and never won album of the year that doesn't work yeah he was saying that that essentially like how can she have that many grammys and not have 
the best album. An album of the year. Right. And he was saying that some people were going to feel like they got snubbed tonight and stuff. And I I mean, I feel like it already happened. So. Well, and then he also, it's funny because he said some people don't belong in the categories. Yeah. I don't know what he was talking about. I I have no idea. Yeah. But I guess now getting kind of into some of the bigger categories, Mm -hmm. song of the year. This one was very like hotly contested I'd yeah say. for sure so the nominees were a and w by our girl lana del rey yeah anti-hero by taylor swift mm-hmm. butterfly by jean batiste mm-hmm. dance the night by dua lipa mm-hmm. flowers by miley cyrus kill bill by SZA, vampire by olivia rodrigo and the winner what was i made for by billy and phineas their speech was so sweet. I I mean, I really like Billy and Phineas. They honored uh, Greta Gerwig. They said it was the best movie of the year. They're just like so grateful and like, I don't know. I they, was really happy. Yeah, for they very much seem like they don't feel worthy mm-hmm. of the awards, but they're a power duo yeah. in the songwriting world. I feel like they've put out they're some so great. bangers together. This was a really tough category, though, honestly. Those... All of those. Were All really of those good. are really good songs. So. Catchy, yeah. John Batiste's song was really good. All of them, yeah. So as much as I stand to Alipa and stuff, I was not thinking she would win it. She would win. Yeah. I really, I'm actually of this list. What was I made for? Was actually my favorite. Yeah. So for sure, I'm I'm behind the winner. For sure. Okay. For best new artist, I was sad at this one but like i also don't know that much of the winner's music so i guess i can't be too sad Mm -hmm. so the nominees were gracie abrams fred again which everyone knows i am obsessed with fred you were wanting him to win right (laughs) uh well no actually there was surprisingly one more that i wanted to win more really who you'll see (laughs) so there was also ice spice jelly roll coco jones noah khan my boy noah our little vermont king yeah I love Noah. I think he should have won. Victoria Monet and the War and Treaty. And the winner was Victoria Monet. So yeah. I'm I'm sure like I've heard some of her stuff, but like not enough. I'm sure she's insanely good, obviously. There's mm-hmm. just, you know. This is a pretty tough category. Tough category, I'd say. Yeah, as much as we love our boy Noah. I mean, we watched like the interview with him yesterday and mm-hmm. everything. He seems like a very genuine person. So sweet. He's with his mom and everything. So sweet. Um, I know you would have wanted Fred, though. I would have probably rather Noah other than Fred because Fred's actually been, like, producing and stuff for a minute. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so go on to record of the year. So record of the year. To preface this, I want to say this one was actually presented by an actress, Mm -hmm. a very famous actress. None other than... The great Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. Um, And... That guy, Mark Ronson, too. No, I'm yeah. kidding. For those who don't know, Mark Ronson is a famous music producer. Yeah, and also the son-in-law to Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were the ones that kind of did like a bit on the record of the year versus album of the year versus song of the year mm-hmm. and how the naming convention is very confusing. It was cute. But the nominees were Antihero by Taylor Swift, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, Worship by John Batiste, on My Mama by Victoria Monet, Not Strong Enough by The Boys. The Boys, Boy Genius. What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish and Kill Bill by SZA. The winner for her second Grammy 
ever and second Grammy of the evening, Miley Cyrus with Flowers. Good for so, Miley. Yeah. This was another like very strong category. I would have been happy with a couple different ones. So mm. good job, Miley. Yeah. Honestly, this year was like very on, stiff on competition point, yeah. with the female artists. Yeah. Like all high level songs. Agreed. Um, and then kind of finishing it off with the big one album of the year, what everyone was waiting for. Celine Dion kind of made a surprise appearance to present yeah, this award. This was crazy because so for the people that don't know, she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome like three and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like a rare incurable neurological disease. And it basically can cause like muscle spasms and it affects the central nervous system, like the brain and the spinal cord. So she's obviously been dealing with a lot. And so she just was talking about how she was super grateful really to be there. Mm -hmm. And Celine Dion is such an icon. So I thought it was really cool that she presented it. Yeah. Yeah. So the winner, who was it? Well, let's get to the nominees first. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of getting, myself. Getting a little excited there, huh? So, album of the year, Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. The record mm. by The Boys, so Boy good. Genius. SOS by SZA. The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> Lana with the most that that's difficult. that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> most difficult. Never realized how name. much that is before. That's but why when people post about it on TikTok, they just do D Y K T T A T U O. That's not any bit easier. <laughs> but our girl Lana, endless summer vacation. <laughs> Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And World Music Radio by John Batiste. Mm -hmm. And the winner going to, again, no major surprise here, but it was Midnight's by Taylor Swift. She swept. Coming off the absolutely record-breaking eras tour and yeah. just this stellar year she's had. She now has a couple more Grammys to add to her bookshelf as well. Yeah. So. She's actually the first person to ever win album of the year four times. Oh yeah. I forgot that. Which is crazy because Beyonce still hasn't won it. Oh, is that you throwing shade? No, no. They're like friends. So <laughs> they are. Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to pull a Kanye. Ooh. So. No, but, you know, Taylor Swift, this is a actually really good album. I mm -hmm. did listen to all except for Janelle Monae's album. So I listened to all of the rest of the nominees and like it was really tough competition. It's it's hard. Like, And I can vouch for the Age of Pleasure. It was good as well. So very stiff competition year. Yeah. So definitely deserving after the year she's had. So we know which one you wanted. I would have loved if Boy Genius won. Yeah. I mean, they were coming off a great year. Obviously, they just announced... Our little hiatus. They're going on a hiatus, which... But it was expected. Th 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 yeah, that was really no surprise to anyone. They yeah. I figured once award season ended, they were going to, you know... Do their own solo projects Do their own solo bit. stuff for a bit, yeah. So, question. As we close out, who do you think got snubbed? Who do you think came out as the best winner? And then what was your favorite moment of the night? Mm, favorite moment of the night was the Terry Crews pop-up. I was not expecting to see him there. That was why. more of your favorite rather than seeing Dua? Yeah, I'm a big Terry Crews fan. Terry what can Cruz I say? Cool. He's yeah. a cool guy. Uh, he's got an awesome Architectural Digest video if you haven't seen it. So yeah, I don't know. As far as snubs, 
Um, I'm so, so a little surprised Olivia didn't win any. Yeah. Um, she, yeah. But she and Lana are my biggest snubs. And yeah, SZA. I think I think I'd say Lana maybe oh my god wait we have to talk about this what did you think about taylor forcing lana to like come up with her that was awkward was it lana did not like i get that taylor wanted like lana contributed to midnight's uh-huh. she had a song on there with taylor and their friends which i get but like the fact that like Ta- like lana was still kind of like i didn't win yeah and like internalizing that and taylor kind of forced her up there i i don't know yeah. I didn't love it. I I do also think John Batiste should have won as well. Yeah. A couple, uh, at least something. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was a little bit of a snub as well. Yeah. I really liked his music. I agree. So yeah. all in all, we hope that you guys enjoyed watching the Grammys. We sure did. And fun moments, surprising moments, non-surprising moments. We enjoyed it all so if you liked this episode then feel free to like and subscribe and review our podcast and share it with all of your friends it really 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 does help Mm -hmm. and if you liked it enough go and rate us five stars on spotify apple music amazon music and iheart podcasts it really does help Mm -hmm. and we would very much appreciate it It helps us bring you these random eclectic music podcast week after week exactly and where can people give us feedback you can give us feedback at our email at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com or on our socials instagram and threads at educate.your.earbuds.pod and on tiktok at educate.your.earbuds and with that thanks everyone have a great week thanks for listening bye